Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Adam Ray. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Brand new episode today. Another week. Another another week in, in new America. Jesus Christ. So many crazy videos and stories and conspiracy theories. People are just not stopping with this shit. Um, and I don't think they will for a while. But um, it has provided some material. I'm starting to dive into the uh, the caves of, of Trump to... Uh, Try to find some funny. You have to. You know, it's one of those things that's um, it's on people's minds. And if you can, uh, you know, soften the blow a little bit, uh, that is our job as comedians. So um, I want to thank, again, the uh, staff and uh, everyone at the Tempe Improv, all the fans that came out, so many pod fans, uh, Corolla fans, just uh, really appreciate New Kids on the Block fans. So many blockheads from the crews I met came to my shows in Tempe. And uh, you guys were amazing. I wish... I could remember all your names that I met of people uh, to have so many fans of the week and get out some free merch. But if you're at my show in Tempe and you came up to me afterwards, shoot me a message uh, at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com and uh, I'll send you some some merch because you guys were the shit. Um, those shows were incredible. Uh, when I do a special, I might do it there. It I love that club so much. And Avery Pearson and I are really locking in with uh, with our music stuff and building something pretty special. So uh, uh, another great weekend at Sacramento at the Punchline this past weekend. And um, man, it's just uh, on a nice little roll. Um, today's episode, speaking of a nice little roll, is uh, a uh, former ALN guest. He is returning uh, to talk about his new special on CISO, Negative Reinforcement. He's one of the uh, the best comics working today. He's just got one of the best, not only voices to listen to, but comedic perspectives. Uh, he's hilarious. He's edgy. Uh, he's in your face. And uh, but he's but he's kind. He's got kind Jewish eyes. <laughs> I'm talking about Mo Mandel, baby. Mo Mandel returns. And uh, man, if you if you want to just straight up funny ass episode with a lot of uh, with a lot of laughs, we kept it light. Uh, you know, from talking about um, you know his new special, negative reinforcement on CISO, to why he stopped drinking, uh, to getting on Match.com, which is always fun to hear a young comic's perspective on on dating and uh, especially on the websites. You know, Brad met uh, his fiance on a website, and I have yet to do the website stuff. Uh, maybe at some point, who knows? Maybe I'll do J Date or Plenty of Fish. Fuck <laughs> it, I don't know. I don't know if I can have that be my story though. We met on Plenty of Fish. Oh, cool. What? Um, we also get into uh, you know Mo's uh, take on Trump America, which it's always uh, interesting to hear every comic's uh, take on that. It's a lot of fun from top to bottom. You guys are going to enjoy the hell out of this one. Um, so follow Mo on Twitter and tweet at him. Tell him how much you love the episode uh, at Mo Mandel. I'm at Adam Ray Comedy at Funny Brad at Alan Podcast. Uh, Adam Ray thirty three on Instagram. Brad Williams Comic on Instagram uh, at Alan Podcast on Instagram. Uh, soymerchandise.com for all your ALN merch hat shirts mugs posters the holidays are coming up go to a uh, soymerchandise.com and get some ALN merch and send it to your family and friends come on what great gifts the uh, the Titanic shirt the uh, the mug the posters get that shit make your family's day get them into the pod and tell one person tell one person before the holidays about the ALN podcast and we will love you forever um, a lot of tour dates coming up. Uh, I am uh, not on the road until December 23rd when I headline the Columbia City Theater in Seattle, Washington. My first hometown show in quite a while, and I'm very pumped about it. The Columbia City Theater, December 23rd, 7 p.m. Get your tickets at AdamRayTV.com. Bring in Avery Pearson. 
Gonna do the music. Gonna uh, it's got some surprises planned. Some hometown heroes coming through. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. 7 p.m. Columbia City Theater, December 23rd. Get your tickets at AdamRayTV.com. And then, of course, I'll be in Vegas over New Year's at the Tropicana in Las Vegas, Nevada, headlining the Laugh Factory at the Tropicana December 26th through January 2nd. Get your tickets at AdamRayTV.com. Brad Williams will be at the... uh, He's going to be in Corpus Christi this weekend at the Mesquite Street Comedy Club. Yeah, baby. It rhymes. That's why he's playing it. December 9th and 10th. Get your tickets, um, I think, at BradWilliamsComedy.com. Uh, so many great episodes coming up. The Neil Patrick Harris episode is finally dropping next Monday. So make sure you are subscribed. Tell your friends to subscribe so they can get that episode. Neil Patrick Harris, wow. I'm going to get featured on iTunes, too, so I'm very pumped about that. Uh, next Monday, December 12th. So get ready. Neil Patrick Harris. Um, a handful of other uh, great eps on the way before the holidays. And then we're going to do our best of ALNs again. going to have a two-part best of. Over the holidays, to recap what a fucking phenomenal year of interviews we had from David Tell to Nick Swartzen to Jason Derulo to Paul Feig to Melissa McCarthy to, to the Goo Goo Dolls to, uh, to fucking Brent Morin to, to, uh, to fucking Susan Sarandon. It's been quite a year. So we're going to recap those with the best of one and two. And, uh, and I uh, can't wait to get those out. So now that we got the two and eights out of the way, those are the Twitter handles. That's the merch info. Neil Patrick Harris episode drops next Monday. Make sure you subscribe so you can get it. But now sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very, very funny Mo Mandel. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. See, that's why you're a Jew who has Christmas lights on. <laughs> If you were a real Jew, you would not have Christmas lights and you would not know how to work technology. How dare you? Is that is, is that a Jewish stereotype? <laughs> Just being bad at stuff? Like that well, hands-on that, stuff? I, I I thought Jews are pretty good at technology. No. No. Where did you get that crazy stereotype? They the, just they, they we control the banks through controlling the the labor force that okay. physically controls the. They banks. just own the technology. Yeah, we own. Well, I don't even know if we do that. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird to be like a Jew to then claim that stereotype, but then also live in an apartment and not be rich. You know what I mean? Because then you're kind of like <laughs> and you're like well you're like the I'm black not... you're like the black dude who's like look they, we don't all have big dicks guys all right <laughs> you know, that's a racist stereotype. Some yeah, of yeah. us have very hey, that's small really, dicks. It's really offensive. Yeah, there's plenty of black guys walking around with five and a half inch penises. So <laughs> I mean, where are those guys? <laughs> <laughs> not on my, not on the porn sites I frequent. <laughs> say that much. Not on, not on my screensaver. Up you, top. <laughs> not on blackedout.com where it's just the dick takes up the entire. No, too much. That was too. Far. What do you think is the blackedout.com is actually? It takes you right to Trump. <laughs> Trump.com. <laughs> he bought the domain. He bought redirect. The domain. Yeah. Oh, that's a slide. How do you uh, have you? I'm sure every comic as. On stage, say, do you feel responsibility when something like this is going on to say something on stage, or do you, is it just such, such an overwhelming feeling of of um, being hit in the face from so many directions with something where you're like, it's consuming my brain so much that I can't not go do what I do, which is talk about stuff that happens to me that I'm thinking about and not talk about it. What blows my mind about 
what's been going on since Trump won is mm-hmm. Trump supporters are sensitive as hell right now. You almost they it's almost like they lost. It's like yeah. you say anything on Facebook, they just go crazy and defend themselves. But it's like, but you guys won. Like let the other side talk shit a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like this is exactly a perfect example of where we're at right now in terms of how divided this country is. I wrote something on my Facebook page yesterday that had nothing to do with politics. I wrote something like just classic depressive stupid thing I would write or like we're all going to be dead in 100 years LOL. Just like something you <laughs> dumb you write when I, you're I, I read that one. Yeah. 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 Just something dumb you write and you're like I don't know why I wrote that but who gives a yeah. shit. Yeah. So anyway so some guy that I see he like texts me like two hours later he goes I'm really sorry about this, man. I didn't mean to get engaged in that discussion with her, but she just kept pulling me in. I'm like, what? Like, oh, and then no. I went back and looked at the thing, and there's like this whole diatribe yeah. of 50 different. I'm like, that had nothing to do with politics. How did you guys start arguing on my timeline? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have so oh, many insinuated uh, arguments that happened because uh, of me posting one thing. And I've been even more active than I ever thought I would, but I just. And certain things, and you know, sometimes I'm just re. I mean, I feel like I do enough research on certain things because there are a lot of fake bullshit sites out there. There's also a lot of reposted stuff from like years ago. There's so many unreputable sites that you do have to do a little bit of homework. You're saying to figure out what's really going on with politics. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Well, that's what's so funny about how divided the nation is. That if even on your own Facebook following. There's that big of divisions. Right. Oh, yeah. And those are people who like you. Those are people who have things in common, and even they are completely polar opposite. Yeah, because they chose to follow you. Yeah. It's it's like uh, uh, there was a story today about how uh, Wanda Sykes uh, got booed at one of her shows when she started doing Trump jokes. I'm like... Who's going to a Wanda She's Sykes? She's a black lesbian. Yeah. How shocked are you? Right. Like, who goes to yeah. see Wanda Sykes and goes, uh, I can't wait for that pro-Trump material? Oh, it's so true, man. Like, who the fuck? It's just that the problem is, like, everybody is uneducated. Yeah. Like, in a lot of different ways. Everybody. Like, like, what Adam said is so true. It's like, I will see something on someone's timeline. I'm like, oh, Hillary, the emails weren't that? But that's what I believe now. Because yeah. I don't. I want to fucking wanna, look around yeah, anymore. I don't want to compare. Yeah. Also, some of the Trump supporters will... I mean, look, not all of them are racist and xenophobic and stupid. Uh, a lot of them are, uh, but uh, not all of them. And, no, certainly uh, not all of them. They just, they just don't care. They don't, they don't care. And they also, because I've had some things where they... Even their arguments will be just so lacking knowledge and understanding where I'm like, yo, man, Pence, uh, I go, yeah, let's get, I go, Trump is bad, but let's get Pence in there too because we all know that like electroshock therapy to un-gay people is for sure something that we should all be in favor of. And then somebody put like, really? Trump's so bad? Well, Hil- Hillary's a fucking cunt. And you're like, wait, that's your, <laughs> that's your argument? <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. It was a classic. I took, like, one thing that's amazing is just going like, on a 45-minute flight in America, you're in a whole different ballgame. Yeah. So I went to Tucson this mo- this weekend for a wedding, mm-hmm. and just the guy picked me up in the Uber, drive me from the airport. It's like, it was just a 100% different attitude about the election. He was just like, thank God, you know, finally, things are good. And I was like, I was just, I was like, just 45 minutes ago, I was in America, or so I thought, wherever, wherever, where, where I watched the uh, the election results come in at Moshe Kasher and Natasha Legero's house in a swimming pool full of hipster liberal comedians. Wow. And I'd gotten invited with an email uh, thing that day, be like, come over and swim and celebrate the first female president. And then oh. cut to three hours later, just like bobbing in the water with this look of like, shock on everyone's face how could this happen and then you go like 45 minutes on a plane and it's like oh this i just out oh yeah. Tucson of course Uber. this is That's how it happened this is yeah. how it and happened this guy this is his example and like again liberals are uneducated 
Republicans are uneducated. People yeah. are just fucking uneducated. We're all, we're all dumb. This is just we're a, all dumb. This is just one but example. It's the, amazing. The dumb dumbs won. Like yeah. we're dumb, <laughs> There's dumb and dumber, and dumber won. Absolutely. And this guy's giving me this whole spiel about how he hates Obama because he lost his job because of Obama, and he had to go on social. You know, he had to go on uh, unemployment for three years, mm-hmm. and he ends his speech being like, "Because fucking Obama was turned into America to goddamn socialism." You were on unemployment for three years. What do you understand? That is completely That's a, a thing of socialism. Like you can't have it both ways. Do you not even understand socialism to that context? I and mean, the answer is no. No, no. absolutely does not. It's unbelievable. <laughs> wow. And I'm sure your comment that uh, that uh, got him into the whole Trump diatribe was probably like, "Wow, Arizona." So uh, exactly, is it that hot right now? And he's like, "Well." It was it, it it's burning up because <laughs> Satan almost took control of the White House. And let me tell you what's really happening. You're oh, like, you're oh, so right, man. Fuck. You're so oh, right. They're, just, they're like dogs on a thing. Like, yeah. They're fucking ready to go. You yeah, know, and it's, it's like, like I, I, it's like basically every like it seems like everyone right now is that woman that knows that you cheated on her and is is just waiting. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. just biding her time before she says. That that like so it's like oh yeah oh god wow tough day at work so hard you had to bang somebody else <laughs> like it's so true just so waiting like they so they're like I have some information but you know what it must be like it must be like <laughs> if you're like a liberal person you know you know, like transgender bathroom issues like to someone like me it's like. Yeah, I care about that oh, enough where like that's going to kind of like affect like, okay, like I don't care a ton. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to go out and say like I'm going to march for that. But yeah. I do, look, I'm sensitive to the issue and like I think transgender people should be able to use whatever bathroom they want. To me, it's a non-issue. They should be able to do it. Yeah. It's not the biggest thing keeping me up at night, but they should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then if you're like on the far right, it's probably like, are you fucking serious? Like, what? <laughs> I don't give a shit at all. I'm concerned with, like, you know, whatever those fucking Yuha, uh, those people in uh, Oregon were protesting about. And uh, to me, I'm like, well, I don't give a shit about equal land ownership or whatever the yeah. fuck you guys oh, are yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like I don't even know. I don't even know what it is yeah. they were angry about. I'm certainly not angry about it because I don't fucking care about government owned this and that. Well, yeah. One thing that one thing that people do is they project, and and you were and you kind of did it with uh, being in California around your friends and, you, and then you go to Arizona, you, you always sort of project your normal onto everyone else. Totally, totally. You, all, you always say like, well, this is what I believe and what's important to me and what I'm going through, so everyone else must be going through this too. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. Not <laughs> no. at all. We're also all in such bubbles. Like, we live in such bubbles and it's like, thankfully, we were fortunate to be able to travel around the country and see other bubbles, but even when you go, like, I was just in Erie, Pennsylvania and even though I got a little bit of glimpse into like, Trump country yeah. and just like that mindset and spending some time and, and having some beers with some of those people at the bar you get to know them for a minute but then like on the surface and then you leave and you take like your generalized perception of like oh Erie was actually pretty cool the crowds were cool the, the Trump discussions were minimal but then it's like nah man like so you know you don't really know you have to really spend and those people never come here and they're probably not going they're not traveling yeah I, I just feel like we we all have such uh small ideas of just where everyone else is in their lives in the world and you generalize it because you're like oh the midwest you see some on tv or some news report or like even one woman who had kind of a mustache and was a trump supporter in area i was like i was like my fucking well there you go like but that's probably not all of them no i mean in in regard to that erie pennsylvania is definitely not the the hot hot 
epicenter of beautiful, well, Erie's beautiful the, people. Erie's the Vegas of the Northeast. <laughs> yeah, because I, I know the club. I've done that club. I love the club. Yeah, it's a great club. This has nothing to do with the club. No, but you know what's funny? It's like because it just goes down to, to like what your context is. You're saying your bubble. Like the reason I care about transgender bathroom issues a little bit is because I do know some transgender people. I'm like, yeah, oh, that I could personalize it. Yes. But if you don't know anyone like that, then what the then fuck? You, do you have care no. About it? It's the same yeah. thing with like people. Like people are so in the bubble. I did a podcast the other day, and somehow it was by this like I can't remember. It was like a, a fundamentalist black Christian dude. And he straight up told me when I mentioned Adam Sandler, he did not know Adam Sandler was Jewish. Wow. I'm like, are you? Wow, that's how little you fucking like. Eight that, crazy nights. Wow, like it was amazing. Like the Hanukkah okay. song is as popular as Dark Side sure. of the Moon. Sure, he's like, oh, I thought he was just sort of like you know the way country acts will write about going to jail, but they weren't in jail or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, again, like hey, your bubble, but I'm just saying, like bubble shit. You're, yeah. you're shocked, and then you start breaking it down, and you're like, "But like, we, I just found this out. There's yeah. no real Medea. That's Tyler Perry in that dress. Shut you know up. that? No, oh, I swear to God. I swear to God. Not believe no. it. Okay, it wasn't at first, but nah. the Boo Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, no, that 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 just like get past the Medea character just gets passed down generation through generation. She's Everyone a else, she's been around for ten thousand years. It's, yeah. it's just she's like, like a chupacabra. It, it's just like the Dread Pirate Roberts from movie Princess Bride. It's, it's been like 10 people that have played him. Is there going to yeah. be like Medea's Trump America? Like what's, how does Ooh. she capitalize on the topical nature of, of the changing world? Like, Well, I like how Chappelle on his Saturday Night Live thing kind oh, of. God, I haven't seen it. Wait, no, no, it wasn't, I it wasn't haven't? Chappelle. I need to. I need to. Man, I've it, watched it like 40 times. It yeah. was that episode. It was, I think it was, uh, it was in Weekend Update. Someone said something like, one of those guys, I think it was Michael Chase said like, uh, I didn't think Trump was going to win, mm. and I didn't think Medea Christmas was going to be the most popular movie in America. So it's again, it's like two things that are inexplicable on different sides of the political coin, yeah, sure. but equally dumb. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I mean, it, it's it's when you find out that the highest paid person on cable television is Judge Judy by a lot, by a lot, yeah, like forty seven million. Like she makes year. almost fifty her, million she dollars a year. Her. She fucking she I'm always saying, delivers. Yeah, yeah, she Adam does. always sticks up for Judge Judy. <laughs> I mean, just ever since I've known him, you, 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 you think you're always. on the same page. You think you're rolling, <laughs> yeah. and then someone hey, says Judge Judy. He's wringing his hands. Hey, yeah, well, he's shit. like, how dare you? She reminds. She got me my, my grandfather mother. out of that parking yeah. ticket. <laughs> Season forty seven. <laughs> My buddy didn't finish painting my garage one summer, and she got him to finish. No, uh, I want to know, um, in your new special, Negative Reinforcement. Yeah, which on is, CISO. Uh, CISO. If you don't have CISO, guys, you can if you sign up now, it's NBC's new digital comedy platform. Go to CISO.com, and you enter Mo Mandel. You have, like, a, I think you get a really good deal. Or yeah, free, and, free for a while or something. Yeah, you can get a month free right now. All right. You get a month free on CISO, and CISO's got a lot of great stuff on it. And uh, they got, pretty, well, because it's from NBC, you can get any SNL ever. Yeah. Which is awesome. Uh, and then they got, uh, I think, Jonah Ray has a show on CISO. Yeah, a lot of different shows on there. And then, like, you can also watch every episode of 30 Rock, every episode of Saturday Night Live. They have Jimmy Fallon. They got this great yeah. special called Negative Reinforcement by Me, yep. which is very yep. exciting. Yep. Yeah, exciting. special. Yeah. Which is phenomenal. Uh, I was happy, yeah. Watch a big chunk of it. I was very impressed. A, um, I don't know, like, content obviously is king, but, like, the production value of it was... It was immediately very eye-catching to me. And for whatever reason, and I think we all have that visual aspect in wanting to enjoy something, but it was like, it doubled everything for me. You know, the way it was shot, like the oh, shots cool, he used, like the backdrop, like how you looked with the light. It was all like pretty flawless. Oh, thank you, yeah. man. I appreciate and the material that. was spot on. I mean, yeah. like you're, you know. The uh, STD clinic joke. <laughs> sure. I'm a fan of that one. Thank you. And I'm not going to make you do the bit, but uh, 
there's a great bit about you going to an, to an STD clinic and what and what you experienced there. And uh, well, yeah, we so, should at least give a little more context. We're no, like, uh, oh, so, so what? This guy got Hep C? Okay, cool. Uh, so good for him for 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 I can do a special with it. Basically, what you're saying, <laughs> what we're trying to say is watch special now because uh, based on what happened to the STD clinic, Mo's not going to be. No, it's Mo's not, not going to be with us for no, too much Brad, longer. You didn't watch so, the whole uh, bit. I was so clean. no. So he's that. So I mean, oh, have they cleared that up yet? I mean, well, are you hoping for a cure? Or? They've never seen something so infected, <laughs> and they're telling me that they're looking into Russian space technology to see if they can release that. Um, no, that's so you, funny because that STD clinic store, which is the one where I, you know, basically I'm like sitting in the waiting room. It's totally true. Like I basically overheard a guy find out that he did not have AIDS, mm-hmm. and that shit blew his mind. Let like, me. It was just. Let me. Let me. Let me. Do you mind? Yeah. No. Please. Yeah. That's an ad. That's a CISO logo. Oh. Okay. <laughs> to go get an STD test a few weeks ago because I had a rash on my penis. <laughs> you know, not the bad kind of rash, the kind where you're like, is this from sweat or the devil? <laughs> what happened? I love that. Turn out a little bit of both. And I went to the clinic and I had to wait 45 minutes to get the test, which pissed me off because that's like 43 minutes longer than it took me to get the rash. Brilliant line, Yeah, by that's the way. why you're so great, man. You fi- Brilliant fucking There's line. not a space without a joke. I'm yeah. glad it took a long time because while I was waiting in the STD clinic, I overheard something incredible, and I actually saw this. I overheard a guy find out that he did not have AIDS, and that fact blew his mind. <laughs> I swear to God, this dude cannot believe he did not have AIDS. So, so fucking true, no too. No AIDS? Bullshit. <laughs> I love that. No AIDS. Wait, not even a little no bit. No AIDS. Like, not even just a little snitch behind my ears. Like, no AIDS, no AIDS. Yeah. There we go. No AIDS. Yeah. It's so funny because I, what ended up happening is I ended up actually having a yeast infection. But what? I, I got Wait, I got what? a yeast infection on my dick, which I didn't Dudes know you could can have. Dudes, get that? Yeah, and I didn't even get it from sex. Usually, you get it from a woman having a yeast infection. I got it from being like in New York City, and it was like really like Hung fucking hot. Too long in the deli. And, yeah, my brother had got. I was staying with my brother. He ended up getting evicted because it was this whole crazy story. Because he he was paying subleasing, but the woman wasn't paying. So but anyway, I ended up was locked out of an apartment for like two days. Didn't have any clothes, so I was like, I'll just wear the same clothes. Yeah. And then I ended up getting like like my fucking dick like exploded with like what I was like, well, I'd fucking have something horrific. No, what were the sensations you were just going like through? you know like your knuckles get all like white and ashy sometimes. Yeah, you're basically your dick gets like that. So I'm just like googling everything. I'm like I'm fucking dying. Like something. And the worst part is you're googling like knuckly dick. Like I'm what just are you like googling? knuckle dick. Yeah, <laughs> knuckly dick. Turns out we a lot of weird porn out there that you do not that I cannot shake. Also off. a lot of weird dicks out. A lot of there. weird dicks looking out like there. knuckles. Yeah. yeah, knuckle dick. Oh think, god, that sounds that sounds like the bouncer of the club. You do not. Want to meet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, old knuckle dicks out. He is on the prowl. You're not getting in tonight. That's Barry. like the cellmate you don't want to get. <laughs> He's so strong. His dick has knuckles. Knuckle dick. <laughs> but I was terrified, you know. Yeah. And then that kind of little situation happened. Uh, the, what the bit is based about, and like you know, you go to SUD to give symptoms of something. You're terrified. Mm-hmm. I remember laughing like out loud while overhearing that to the point where I took out my laptop and just started writing it down while waiting. Like like you know how f- funny something has to seem to you. Yeah. To Stop thinking that you have fucking knuckle dick, <laughs> and to actually anyway. So I went in there. I go to the doctor. I'm just like, yeah. So it's it is what it is, right? It's terrible. He's like, oh no, did you just have a yeast infection? I was like, what? 
I didn't. Did I, I just get out of that? He's like, I'm, I'm yeah. sure you needed a lot of explanation. I, and then it was gone. He gave me like a cream, and it was like, oh, that was that was gone in like two days. Oh, and I had shit. had it for like three weeks because I was just like, <laughs> I was like, well, could like, you put it on? Yeah, you're like scared. You're like, oh god, like I don't I like know. this is gonna go away if I will it to go away. <laughs> and the thing is, it happened right before I went to South Africa to do comedy. So that's also why I didn't go to the doctor because I was in, out of the country. Oh yeah. So I had to come back, and I had a girlfriend at the time. I had to come back, and be like, now I know I was just in Africa. I know my dick is a fucking disaster. I'd like to just. <laughs> I did not cheat on you and I don't know what the fuck is going on but it's like nothing seems less believable no than that. no that's all the wrong, <laughs> that's all the wrong I was just I, I, was, I was on the road in a foreign country I know where certain diseases are, pre- are I mean, but prevalent. that's one of those examples where like truth really is stranger than fiction it's yeah. like oh no he's actually not fucking lying did she believe you I think she did to her credit what a dummy <laughs> <laughs> she was right, but but still, why would you believe that? Why would you um, believe that? You're you, like, all right, I know I just came back. I from the didn't believe it. Well, I was saying it. Yeah. yeah, you're like, I know this sounds weird. This looks like a Filipino girl's teeth marks on my ball sack, <laughs> but that is, I had a zipper injury. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's not I, a lot. I of, love that you were race specific with that. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. not 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 white girl. I think you said not, Vegas, not and I immediately girl. was thinking about the girl from uh, Very Bad Things. Oh yeah, the Filipino uh, Filipino stripper. stripper. Great movie. One of my favorite movies. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, d- how much uh, do you talk about? You have a new girlfriend, yeah? No, you don't. No, what oh, do I think oh, you did? Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, yeah, but it hurt. I'm single too. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but you're like you're like you're like on the road with Adam Devine. You're like you're like gone with kid kid with the kid new kids on the block. <laughs> I mean, you're like living a good single right now. You're in a bunch of movies. Like you're like living good a single. Couple. You're no no no. I'm you got your single. own. I'm, look, I'm, I'm staring I'm, at a banner of you as I'm talking. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm know. living single. I am the epitome of the uh, short-lived um, sitcom. Uh, what was it? WB Queen living, Latifah. Yeah. Was in no, that. you're not. L- you're <laughs> not. You're not. This is short-lived. No, yours last day. What was it? What? You, which one are you talking about? Mad? No, living single. Living Remember single. that sitcom? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? You're the epitome of that? I don't know. I was just trying to have a, a play on words joke oh, okay. with that show. Right. Uh, I want to know. So you did Maxine t- Shaw, Attorney at Law. <laughs> <laughs> do you talk about it in uh, negative reinforcement? Yeah, well, it's funny because we had broke up right around when that time that special came out. So I hadn't really talked about the breakup. Okay. But in all my new stuff, yeah. a lot of things happened to me in the last year. I, I haven't, you know, I'm sober. I haven't had a drink in almost two years. Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, when that, and why did that happen? Just too many fucking, it was just, it was like the drinking thing was like kind of like, kind of in control. I was hosting that bar show, Barmageddon. Yeah. You know, it yeah. was cool. Which and was I, great. Yeah. And I had no problems with that. Oddly enough, I just got recognized. I was at a restaurant in, in Tucson this last week and the guy came up to me and was like, fucking, oh, I love that show. Like people in the restaurant business wow. and bars like loved that show. They oh, love yeah. bar shows. They love bar it's shows. It's their world. They're Whenever, bar, yeah. yeah, you bring a bar, you bring a bar rescue to any bartender. They're like, I love that show. Oh yeah. yeah Doctors loved mesh, yeah. you know, and uh, <laughs> you know why? Alcoholics love narcissists. <laughs> We just want to watch me. us. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why yeah, that's why we love watching like uh Yeah, it's like people are like, Brad, do you watch Game of Thrones? Like, of course I do. <laughs> I think I don't yeah. watch the greatest dwarf character in the history of television. Oh, right. You must be thrilled about that, huh? I mean I mean, I am and I'm not. Yeah. I, I I am because it's a great show. Dinklish is no, is doing nothing but helping. Sure. I mean right? but yeah, but then you like everyone then compares me to him. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not there yet. Oh, really? Oh, but you yeah. guys are in such different genres, yeah. though. Yeah, it's way funnier than Dinklage. You're a lot funnier mm-hmm. than Dinklage, and he has a lot more money. family money based <laughs> on money the Westrosses. Family yeah. money? No, I mean, I just mean his character in the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never seen it. Rich as shit. What? Yeah, but See, I have seen, you're Shang- too busy, I have you know, seen Shanghai Nights twice in the theater. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Priorities. Really, that really, is it that good of a- evens the score. <laughs> <laughs> is it that good of a show? 
It's good. Yeah, it's good. I don't. I don't know, dude. I didn't I mean, want, I, 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 well, I didn't you both like backtrack. So I feel quickly. like it's kind of fucked up that you're not supporting Brad's people. You know what I mean? There's nobody who supports I, Brad's people cause, harder because I watch every show that a Jew's on, which yeah. is every show. He, Brad has to How watch TV 29 you. hours a day. <laughs> oh, he has like seven screens going, <laughs> like Minority Report. <laughs> yeah, I've got that going just to cover all the Jews. Jew, 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 Jew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you can't cover the two dwarf shows. Someone said that to me the other day. They're like, so they're like, they go, so why aren't you doing any acting? And I go, I can't fucking book a part. What do you mean? Like I just I can't see the book apart. And they go, why, aren't you doing and, it? And they why go, can't you just decide? No, to but be on but TV. they said that they go. Really? You're a Jew in Hollywood and you can't book a part? I was like, oh, God, that really feels bad. Because <laughs> there's really no fucking, there's no reason not to. Well, but then I mean, at, at, at the same time, they've, they've got to understand, you don't, you don't just walk into the room <laughs> and go, of course, but it's hello, a- everyone. Uh, my name is Mo Mandel, Jewish. Right. right they go, right. well, maybe you oh, should. Oh, we yeah. don't have any of those. Right, exactly, exactly. Wait, so you stopped drinking because just too much? No, I was like, I just, so after that bar show was done, I was just sort of like, all right, that was, you know, like it was always, it was all good and it was always like a, it was not a problem at all, but I was just sort of like, fuck, dude, I just drank like solid for a year. Like, yeah. you know, I was on the road with it. Like the thing is when you're on like a road with a reality show crew, it's like way worse than being on the road as a standup because you're with like a bunch of fucking yeah. pirates. Like they're yeah. road people, you know, they're used to hanging out in hotels, being around bars, they're cracking open beers in the hotels, so you're drinking during your job and you're drinking afterwards. So by the time I was done, I was like, dude, I just need to fucking... And you're on a bar Take, show. And, yeah, and you're on a bar show. So then every now and then when you do have a free moment to yourself, someone recognizes you in the exactly, bar show and goes, exactly. oh, you're the Barmageddon guy. You must yeah. love to drink. Exactly. And I was then I was single, so then I was yeah. just really going crazy. Uh, so it was just like a few nights over a lot of control. I was like, all right, let me just fucking take a break. And then I really Did somebody say something to you. Or was no, it, all it, was, it was it was I my my dad had said some things to me. My brother had, and I was just sort of like it was it was a classic thing where you're like you're starting to piss people off, and you're starting mm. to like things were kind of getting a little bit like crazy. So I was like, all right, let me just fucking take it cool out. And I haven't had a drink in almost two years now. When and I how really done, enjoyed man. it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, your I skin does it. look brighter. Thank you so much. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what have you noticed? The big differences. Sex is way better. Cause wow. you, yeah, because you're, you're sober it? and you're like, you're fucking uh, aware of your you're moves. Aware, you're aware of your moves and you're aware of and what like, you can do. By the way, yeah, and you're like you're present. You know, I really it's a, it's a weird thing, but it's totally true. Wow, yeah, everything else is worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have and that, a, and that is not a that is not a joke. small talk with strangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything else clubs, is worse. Yeah. Everything else is worse. <laughs> it's harder to get sex. TV <laughs> shit. Yeah, shit. Oh, it's impossible to get sex. <laughs> you yeah, can't do it. I came straight from a Match.com date now. <laughs> And, and that's not fun <laughs> dating. This is a bit I do in my act now, but like, there's nothing weirder than being sober and single. You kind of oh, seem man. like a predator, you know, because like <laughs> all you do as a guy is take women to bars and hope they drink them and have sex. So you're kind of like, hey, you should get drunk. <laughs> just you. <laughs> I'm just in there with a Pepsi. Let me know when you're ready to make a mistake. You know what I mean? Like, it's so fucking creepy, you know? That is, uh, like, but, yeah. But what then, else are you gonna do? You but then, like, you can't really go on a sober date unless you find another sober person. Well, yeah, but like everyone likes to, people like to drink. I get yeah. it. So it's like, and the thing is, like, I still go to bars all the time. Sure, you just, you just you have, have no, to, uh, you just have you have no juice. craving for it, or no, I really don't. Like, it was for me. I mean, yeah, there's moments. There's certainly moments. But for me, it was not like an every time I had a drink thing. Like, Barbara, mm-hmm. again, I had no problem with that. I never had any issue with that. No one was ever like, oh, I'm drinking too much. It was never an issue. And I could go back behind the bars and drink and all that. It was just every now and then in my personal life, I would go out and drink, and it would just be like, oh, I'm just not going to stop doing this until I you gotcha. know, blacked out. And then, wow. I would, and then I would black out. Like, I remember one time with my ex-girlfriend, I woke up after New Year's, and I was like, I woke up next year, and I just had like this good feeling inside. I was like, I was like oh, man, that was a great night last night. And she looked at me and then immediately burst into tears. And she was like, you just 
got back into bed. You just got into bed 10 minutes ago. <laughs> you were asleep on the floor and you got us kicked out of the cab and we had to walk home and I was like, I don't remember any of this stuff oh that you said. It was fucking real. Oh so I would like God. start blacking out. So I went yeah. to a doctor and I was like, what the fuck's going on? And he was like, some people's brains just start developing allergies to alcohol and if you're one of those people who drinks too much and then you start having blackouts, like that's just going to keep happening. You can't, your brain is, once it starts doing that, so like, it's every like, now and then. It's like defending itself. Is it saying, I can't take this it's 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 like an allergy that yeah. based on how he described to me like the way you can some people become lactose intolerant as they get older in life some people's mm. brains just start developing a more of a sensitivity to alcohol wow. and you couldn't figure out like let me have a couple like no uh, that's the thing like I think that's where I know I'm probably do like I'm on the spectrum of alcoholism because yeah. that I would always tell myself like so after the New Year's Day I'm like okay I'm just not gonna fucking I'm not gonna drink anymore yeah mm-hmm. you know like I remember one time I was shooting a. Uh, a short film that I had put up like 2500 bucks for, you know, and it took a lot of pre-production planning. You know, I got everyone to to come and do it. Eric Griffin was in it. Yeah. Was like, it was like, it was like, I had good actors in it. Like, they, Natasha was in it. They were all doing me favors. Nice. And then the night before was my birthday. Wait, I think I remember that. that yeah. was, you sent it to me. Yeah. That was incredible. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. And it would have been a lot better if I wasn't more hungover than I've ever been in my entire life oh, for the yeah. most of the day of shooting it. That'll do it. Because we went out for my birthday night before. I'm like, okay, you're putting up your money. You know, people are doing favors. Like, you just, just have like one drink. And then people came, and they bought me drinks, and I basically woke up. And then the other side I, of your shoulder goes, but it's also your birthday, Mo. And then you have like a few yeah. drinks, and if you're like me, you're like, this is so much fun. I so much, this is so much fun. And yeah. then I wake up like so much vomit in the sink. It's clogged. I oh. can't I can't open my eyes. I have to drink like two Red Bulls on the way to set. I'm like just like, there's like 12 oh. people showing up. My head's just pounding. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you yeah. that you're yeah. doing that to yeah. yourself? Yeah. So luckily, somehow, when I was doing the Barmageddon show, like it was not a problem at all. I like Again, literally, that's why a lot of my friends, when I told I was gonna be sober. They're like, dude, you have like people who worked on the show. Like, I never saw you even get drunk on that show. Like, I never had a problem with that. What do you notice with your comedy that's different? Uh, I mean, are you, are you writing with more clarity? Are you coming up with better ideas? Are you, you definitely. I definitely feel like like I've developed more more new material than I have in a while. Yeah, because yeah. um, now you're actually focused on it. You're focused than, on it. Yeah, yeah. You're, more, you're more in the moment. You can remember. And it. you remember it. That's yeah. a huge thing of it. It's kind of depressing when I would have these nights because usually I would have a lot of fun when I drink. I really would enjoy it. I guess that mm-hmm. was the problem. Hey, you're a fun drinker. Yeah, you were. Yeah, rest in peace. That that mo. Yeah. Yeah, but, so. <laughs> but which is fine because that mo was fucking around for a long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you only get to live once, so. Why not? Let, it, why not let the next thirty, well, probably, hopefully, sixty years of your life, yeah, be different experience? Yeah, that's what I kind of felt like. I'm like, I keep having the same night, you know. Yeah, that's one thing when you see people who drink, mm-hmm. who really are alcoholics, and I, I wouldn't put myself necessarily like full on in that zone. Like with people who are real, like my aunt, like super alcoholic, she'll live the same groundhog night. Day. Every night, yeah. yeah, you just see it. She has one drink. She's like this. Second drink, she's a little loud. Third drink, she's a little defensive. Fourth drink, the and wow. then you see the there's a pattern, over. yeah, oh, yeah. because a- it becomes comfortable, and they start to recognize that pattern too. And they're like, they, she probably senses that, like, you know, I'm, I'm getting a little bit louder with this drink, but that's fine because I'll calm down on the seventh, right? Drink. Yeah, and then also it's like they just like it so much. What? Uh, okay, so this, um, this special, what do you um, like? What is? What do you love about it? When one, you- one thing I really like about it is I always like. I always had liked when there was like a through line to comedy specials. And Me too. Yeah, it, some general theme. Yeah, and I'm not necessarily good at that generally in stand-up. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm good at like writing like quick, fast jokes, but it's hard for me to like, like I can't tell a fucking story generally. Like I have one story on the special, this Julio Iglesias yeah, story. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. We watched that. Thank you. Yeah, and that's like one of these stories. I'm like, God, I wish I could do more of that where I could actually mm-hmm. write about real shit, but it's, it's very hard for me to do that. But what I like about this special is I think because I had, I had, uh, I put this out probably about, Probably recorded when I was like over 10 years into comedy. So I had like a lot of material to draw from on it. And I was able to kind of pick it in a way that I think I call it negative reinforcement. It really is about 
that side of my brain, like that sort of like all all encompassing negativity sort of way that I was sort of I have this bit where I keep referencing Negatron. Say if I was a Transformer, I'd be like Negatron. Mm-hmm. Of, and so I have like this Negatron you know, T-shirts are available at moment. There you go. Well, thank you because I was actually ramping up for that. Hey, everybody, it's Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Really quick, I want to tell you guys about me for a minute, okay? My life. I'm a single guy. Brad's got his fiance and his world locked up, but I'm, I'm still going on dates, and I'm now cooking for these dates, okay? I'm going out of my way to, uh, to be a better person, and look, I hate grocery shopping, okay? So I'm using HelloFresh. I'm sure you've heard of it. They sponsor the podcast because they're the fucking shit, man. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that makes cooking fun, easy, and convenient, all right? Every week, they send you uh, food with step-by-step recipes, these new recipes that they create uh, with instructions that uh, are designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone, uh, you know, from novices to seasoned home cooks in a short amount of time, all right? They, they offer all sorts of custom boxes, classic box, veggie box, and they're going to be launching a new family box soon. And you can order three, four, or five different meals per week designed for two or four people. They have new recipes every week. It's the shit, man. All their ingredients are fresh. All right. They're measured to the exact quantities needed so there's no food waste because, look, that's a problem for me. I would get food and then I would not know how much to cook. And, like, it's just, you know, when it's all laid out and structured for you, it's a lot easier. It's been a lot easier for not only me, but, uh, but my date as well. And then we have a great time. And, you know, who knows? Maybe fall in love. HelloFresh also employs a full-time registered dietitian on staff to review each recipe to make sure it's nutritionally balanced, which is what you want. You want to cook good, taste good, eat good, so you feel good. All these boxes are delivered to your doorstep in a special insulated box for free, so the food stays fresh and dope as long as it's in that box, which who else offers that? The answer is nobody. So here's how you get $35 off your first week of deliveries. Go to HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code ALN to get $35 off your first week of deliveries when you subscribe, all right? So go to HelloFresh.com, promo code ALN, get $35 off your first week of deliveries, and start living, eating, and loving life the good way. And now, back to the episode. Oh, good. uh, So I found a way to kind of weave this Negatron sort of theme into the whole special and uh, and there are t-shirts available. It's yeah. Great transformer oh, great. With a big thumbs down. But so that's when I watch amazing. it now, I'm like, all right, that's cool. Like it's called something, and it makes sense that it's called that. You know. That's but I've, like I've just heard from so many comics, Brad included, where you know they're happy with their specials, and then of course, like shortly after, you think of more tags or more yeah. a better or something yeah. to strengthen it. So like, and obviously, like you spend a long time. Uh, you know, crafting that hour, so you are pumped about it because you chose to do it. So, but there, there's that natural artist in you that's self-reflective uh, and overly critical that yeah. can, that can sometimes be crippling, right? And, and watch it and go, ah, fuck that. So, I mean, were you able to let yourself just go, oh, this is like pat on the back, great job, Mo? Like, yeah. Great, yeah, yeah, I, I think I am, but I mean, definitely, yeah. I'm not like sitting there watching it again right now because mm-hmm. I'm like, I know it'll fucking drive me crazy. Did you watch right. a bunch when you? Yeah, I was I, I was in there a lot for the editing. I mean, I sh- I each set yeah. I did was about an hour. And twenty, mm-hmm. and I cut it down to about an hour and six. And I wish I would have cut it down to like fifty-five because I realized oh, if I'd have cut out all those, I'd have another eleven <laughs> minutes towards my next special. <laughs> that was fucking re- stupid. We, I don't know why I was we, like, yeah. "This will be great of a full hour and six. Like, yeah, that no, takes a long time to come up yeah. with eleven minutes, right? <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it is strange. And then you see you come up with the tags, and if you watch, and if you watch it again, but uh, smart of you to be involved in the editing process. Oh yeah, because and I would uh, a lot of comics listen to this podcast when you shoot your special be in the room because 
you know why a joke is funny. You you know what how long wording. to sit on a camera shot of it before you yeah. cut away, or like you you know how you want that joke to be viewed. So it so it's at its it's at its funniest. And uh, yeah, be be in there and fight for those camera shots, man. Yeah, and fight for everything. Like the the whole look and feel of it that you yeah. want is like just understand that determines that, a lot about it. Because you as the comic, you have one mission and one mission only: be funny. That is all you want, all you want to do. The director or the cinematographer might have the mission of, oh, but this shot looks cool. Yeah. Okay, great. It yeah. looks cool. I'm not denying you that. But it doesn't make the joke funnier. Or yeah, it, it actually makes it less funny. Totally, and that's one thing with our sp- the, the special. Like I wanted, what I like about it is it looks it's like it's in a theater, but it looks kind of undergroundy a little bit. There's like a lot yeah. of it's like a lot of great like, cool look to it. Yeah, camera movement and stuff. But Where's I noticed it the Gothic in Denver. Nice. I think Eliza shot her second special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, told yeah. you immediately. I mean, I, that's like right at the top of my list right now. Do it, do man. It. It's like because my whole concern was like I'm not. I can't like sell out a bigger theater than that. You know yeah. what I mean? So this was That's like five fifty is healthy. It was healthy, yeah. And like I got on the radio there a lot, and they gave away a lot of free tickets. I mean, like it got it, but they were people who wanted to be there. It was great, yeah. And you mm. could feel the crowd. But I noticed, like we were saying, Brad, about like the feel of it. If we use too much of the cool handheld shots, yeah, the shit wasn't funny. Like no. it, it, it gets distracting. Like it's, it's such a weird science comedy. There, there's a reason why it, it's like it's like whenever you watch whenever you watch football. And they have that basic camera angle. It's been the same camera angle yeah. for 50 years of just that camera on the track on the sideline. There's a reason why they have it. It works. It's the best camera angle for it. Sometimes we go, and now we go to the o- – I'm trying to do my John Gruden. And now we go to the overhead cam, and then like you're just like, nah, go back to the side. Go yeah. back to the camera I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, there is a main shot that just kind of works. Sometimes you try to get too innovative and like, well, let's have the guy wandering through the aisles as I'm telling the joke. Then you realize, oh, no, that takes away from the joke. Have you seen the new Kevin Hart? A movie that came out what where now he, where he sells out a fucking football stadium yeah and then is so genius that he sells that out makes all that money and then releases it as a movie and then yeah. makes all that other money right but I'm curious That's to genius. see yeah, I mean that guy is one of my favorites but I'm curious to see how that plays because there's a lot of multimedia shit that he's doing in that special yeah you know I mean well, when you're playing all- a football stadium when it gets to be that many people, you can't just do the standard, what's the deal? Right, like, right. <laughs> you can't just do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Although that would have been great if he had done that. That would be so great. <laughs> At least for 10 special. minutes. He goes, I just want to see how this would play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has so much goodwill for his fans that they would probably give him like 10 minutes and like, what the fuck is going on? How, how, what, what level do you think you have to get it? And he's probably at it to where you have such a solid fan base where you can experiment outside of what you think they would enjoy. I don't know, but I mean, I, I think that's really difficult because it annoys me when artists do that. Yeah, and sure. then I, but I have no reason to be angry about it. Yeah. It's like it's their no, career. It's but nice. you're like, what the fuck, dude? That's not what I, I didn't fall in love with. That <laughs> it's like, like I felt that with. Uh, well, I mean, I don't want to name anybody, but there's plenty of artists we've all well, enjoyed. Okay. But then you're like, I'll just name, uh, I'll just name one because he's a billionaire. Don't, uh, don't, don't say Judge Judy. We're gonna have a fucking whole issue. <laughs> all right, all right. We're just, well, re- we're just recovering from that. I'll, I'll name a second one then. Uh, 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 judge, so- judge, go Judge Brown. At least say Judge Brown. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Judge, Judge Mathis. Uh, <laughs> he's going to name TV judges. No, there. Uh, Garth Brooks at one time in his uh, career did some character like Chris Gaines, and it was like like an emotional singer songwriter, not country. Yeah, and, and he called it a different name, Chris Gaines. And then like, why? I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, Google Chris Gaines right now because uh, again because Garth Brooks looks he looks like the lead singer of My Chemical Romance like he's all uh, emo he's got like bangs. why did he was this for SNL no this oh was, man that's a real thing 
He did that, and he released an album as Chris Gaines. Look, look, you see that? Bizarre. Jesus. Yeah. And so that that's him just like being like, Hair okay, combed down, wanna... soul patch. Yeah. He's like, I want to try something different. I mean, I guess. Made a it... bong out of a squeeze-it bottle. <laughs> if you just get that damn successful, I mean, maybe it's like, what else do you do? I thought the best example of why that's generally a bad idea is that movie Top 5 that Chris Rock put out yeah. last year. When the, mm-hmm. the DMX scene where he's in the jail and DMX is saying, like, I've always wanted to be like an opera singer. Oh, and then you yeah. that scene and you're like, Oh, that's so fucking smart. Yeah. yeah. We've all seen that with like, there's something happens, and I, I get the sense that's what's happening. To, that happens to Chappelle. When I watched his monologue, it's yeah. like, there's a part of him that just doesn't want to be a clown, doesn't mm-hmm. want to be that goofy, like Jim Carrey for a while. Like, just doesn't want to gave be up, that. Yeah, gave, and, gave the Impressions Act, even though it was killing. Yeah, and it's sort of like, they almost feel like demeaned by that thing that made everyone love them. Yeah, I mean, it's weird though. I don't really understand. to feel any sort of animosity towards that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's strange. I get it. I, I mean, like, look, it's obviously a prevalent thing because you see it all the time. Steve Martin clearly has that sure, same yeah. exact thing. You Eddie see Murphy. Him, yeah, you see him on uh, talk show. Steve Martin. It's like he goes out of his way to be so erudite and intellectual and the opposite of what made the him guy, famous. Yeah, the guy that put the arrow through. The yeah, head it's set. so bizarre. Do you it's think like, that's why Trump is already feet. backpedaling and, and starting to be like, actually, Obamacare is not that bad because he's like, look, I'm tired of being the guy that people love <laughs> that is hateful and racist and loud and yeah, and bigoted. I'll go the and, other way. With I it. hope so. I hope he is. I hope he's like this a part of it. That's like, wait a minute! I don't want to be the president who turned this into Nazi Germany. And if I like, I don't. Th- I, again, I'm a glass half full guy, so I want to believe that he doesn't. I also feel like somebody brought this point up to me. His dad uh, had Alzheimer's. Trump's seventy. There's a strong chance he could be up there and just start fucking losing it and be like doing a debriefing on some school shooting and just start going into like the Toys R Us theme song where he's just like, "Look, it's a terrible day. We all feel very bad for this school." And look. I- you know, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. And we're like, all right, he's probably fucking on his way out because that's crazy. He can't yeah. just say that. But also, um, by the way, I would love that. that that's that, the Trump I can handle. I would love that Trump. But that Trump, for him being funny without knowing it, is not possible. I don't know. Like, I don't. What's funny to him, by the way? Does he have a sense of humor? We see with Obama making jokes. We Trump's idea was like, look at Hillary pretending to not hate Catholics. You're like, Jesus Christ. Like, he's just think, a digger. See, I, I actually kind of disagree with you. I think he would be a way better audience member than Hillary. Really? Like, if, you, so? if I had to perform for a room full of Trumps, I would be like, I'm going to fucking kill. I'll get him. Really? Yeah, I'll get him. Hillary would be like, well, I don't know what. Because you would just do a bunch of racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like when you're doing like a fucking road gig in the fucking middle of Missouri. You're like, all right, I mean, I'm not going to say anything racist, but I know I'm how to get allude to it. I know how to get you people going. I know how to get them. <laughs> then you do like a fucking well, Jewish intellectual fucking thing. You're like, oh, well, I have nothing that you people are going to find funny. Now, see, and that doesn't surprise me about you. And anyone who's listened to your podcast would know this about you that yeah. you, that you kind of like a challenge. Uh, yeah, you did the podcast. Uh, I used to. I haven't done it in yeah, a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Versus the world. Last yeah. time you were on, you were just getting going with it. I know. We, we had 15 strong episodes. <laughs> is that What happened, man? You know what it was? Uh, it's tough to keep it going, isn't that it? That show is what became Comedy Knockout on True TV. Because I had... Which is phenomenal. All right. Well, then there was a purpose. Yeah. No, because I always had this idea for what became Comedy Knockout, the show I created over there. Yep. And it was basically... Coming back, what, right? Yeah. Our, our uh, next season starts early December. We've already shot, which is exciting, man. Amazing. We got Big Jay Okerson on it. Love Brad and I need to fly out and do it one time. I've tried to get you guys on yeah. it. Yeah. I couldn't. We were both. You I was were shooting. Both, I don't you, guys are too, you guys are too busy and successful. I was living single, man. Trust me. <laughs> you were living single. He was uh, family matters. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that actually worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, it does. No, dude, you guys got to do it. It'd be great. I would love. I want you guys to do it together too. Well, so oh, that'd be great. Well, we're all gonna. I all right, mean, if it's gonna be you guys, and who would be the third one? 
uh, Santino, Santino or Brent Morin. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd that's kind of our. Brent third. would be right. I have a, yeah, I, I know why that will never happen. <clears throat> Guys, we really need some diversity on this panel. Oh, okay. So uh, maybe Tiffany Brett. Haddish. Yeah, there we go. That'd be good. Yeah, <laughs> that works. Yeah, yeah. there we yeah. go. There's, uh, there, there's I think she was on an episode this, or she was going to be on an episode that she okay. had to cancel. Yeah. Well, and or Amir. Amir would be fucking that's great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Adam and I, and, and uh, I don't know if, we're, if we can announce this, but we're about to shoot it. Uh, we're about to do Ben Glieb show. Nice. Uh, oh, we need a test? Yeah, we're going to do it so, together. That's great. I'm going to be so bad at that because I feel like I'm. <laughs> well, you. We, when Ben came on the podcast and did example yeah. games, I just remember being terrible at them and like the answers coming around, and I was just like. Pfft. And maybe, you know, I just wasn't in the right mindset and the mics were on, but there'll be mics on at the show too. There'll <laughs> be an audience, say, more I, pressure. Yeah. I just get inside my head. It's like when I used to second guess myself with the SATs. It'd be like, dog is to puppy as cat is to A, kitten, B, futon, C, fig newtons, D, gangbang. I'm like, well, it's probably kitten, but it could be fig newtons. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, so right. I second guess myself. I'm yeah. hoping it's fig newtons. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know how I'm going to fare on this game, but comedy Dude, knockout, I feel like it's more my. my the, yeah, because yeah, you're just trying to be funny. Yeah. It's like, no, if I even play Trivial Pursuit, I'm like, Oh, like people know this kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. how would I possibly know any of this shit? I mean, that's Brad's world, by the way. Yeah. Really? Are you a trivia guy? I'm trivia, random facts. Like, Brad knows oh. who Jonathan Taylor Thomas's best friend from middle school is. Oh, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> he was great at Pogs, by the way. <laughs> JTT. I would love to do a show where JTT is on it, and we just get to like. like I would love to do like a. I like a first of all, I have no idea what he's doing. Now. Can you get yeah. a celebrity edition of uh, Comedy Knockout? We've tried. That's mm-hmm. definitely been like Meredith Vieira versus JTT. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Finally. We almost had Triumph the Info- Insult Dog. He oh, was going to go great. on as himself, and then something happened at the last minute. He couldn't do See, it. See, yeah, I would. I would love to do a show or a movie where JTT uh, do essentially the same thing that Neil Patrick Harris did in the in the Harold and Kumar movies. Yes, where, yeah. where he, he, yes. he he plays some crazy. That's version exactly of what I mean. I'd love yeah. to see him like oh. just as like a heroin fucking junkie <laughs> lunatic. Why weren't more actors from that era taking a page out of NPH's book? It's like, dude, that is the. He, because that sort of relaunched Neil's career yeah. and completely, re, completely reinvented it. So it's like, yeah, it, dude, JTT, if you're listening, uh, fucking Jesse Spano, Elizabeth Berkeley, if you're listening, yeah, um, Lark Voorhees. While we're at it, I know we've publicly seen what's going on with you. You could use a turnaround, sure. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's do it all. Pretty much, Judith Light, <laughs> uh, the guy, the guy that played uh, uh, the Sham Wow guy. Sure, the Sham Wow guy. He's in jail, right? Is he? That's what I'm saying. If you're listening, <laughs> he needs a turnaround. <laughs> oh, that guy's dead, bro. The guy that definitely needs a turnaround. The guy that played Cody in Step by Step. Yeah, for sure. He's he actually is in jail. I think. Oh, okay. And I say I think um, because hey. I I unsubscribed. Manny from Modern Family in ten years. <laughs> You do a preemptive strike. Yeah, you need yeah, a turnaround. Like, you know shit's going down. I mean, like your life's not going to be good. You're making four hundred thousand dollars a week, Yikes. and you're twelve. Like, come on, dude. What no no good do? can happen from that. What would twelve year? What What was twelve year old Mo like, by the way? Oh, just this neurotic, this nightmare. fired up, just a nightmare. If you look mm-hmm. at my Twitter page, when you were twelve, the, uh, the profile picture I have on my Twitter page is when I'm probably like ten, mm-hmm. and I just look like a just like a were you just monster, a, just a bouncing off the walls. Yeah, just like I was like so like so much energy, so much like I had such a bad temper, and so many like weird OCD things. Yeah, where like I had to, like if somebody touched me, I had to touch them back, or I would like think everyone was gonna die. You were, you, like, just you were in a crazy game stuff. of tag. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh my God. It was high stakes tag. It's like if you didn't, that's great. I got to do a bit about that. That's I, amazing because it was exactly like that. It's like, oh, someone touched me. If I don't touch them, if I don't do tag, you're it. My parents are going to die. Like it was that kind of thing. 
It's so funny. David Sedaris. David Sedaris oh, has a. Uh, he wrote a. Uh, 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 essay on what it was like to have OCD as a kid and yeah. I read that and I was like holy fuck this oh. is exactly what my life was like you had it like in. before I would go to bed I had to go out I had to do like such a routine really it was like it was it, like I had to have to snake through every step on my ladder to my loft then immediately run look in this mirror look You're in that mirror loft? go outside you, you have a little loft it's still Good my parents you. house oh I think they got rid of the staircase but oh yeah. loft bed okay yeah, I, oh I, no I, I didn't live in I wasn't big <laughs> I wasn't in the movie big <laughs> like got a loft apartment those things are awesome yeah you know my parents got my, my own little loft the Upper West Side, and no, but I had to do all this crazy stuff, and it was like if I didn't do it, it was like mm-hmm. something horrible was going to happen. So wow, that mixed with a lot of energy, mixed with how? Know. I mean, I don't think of you as an OCD guy. Has that followed you into adulthood? I some point in college was like, oh, I'm not going to do this shit anymore. Like if mm-hmm. I tear a leaf off that tree, I don't have to tear it off that tree or something bad. Like I was just like, this is getting out of hand, and I was able to sort of like. Like, I do think I have a lot of, like, psychological things, but I also have a lot of psychological willpower. Same mm-hmm. thing with drinking. I think once yeah, I'm, like... Yeah, you just got to stop Yeah, that. once I can... Once it, like, gets to the point where I'm like, whoa, this is not how you want your life to be. Like, mm-hmm. I can kind of flip a switch. Wow. But, uh, I guess that's useful for comedy, though, right? I, I know I was going to ask this earlier, but, like, what is your writing process? I'm very curious with people, especially for... You're an amazing joke writer, and, you know, Thanks, accompanying man. that with your just delivery and your voice, it's like, it's a... You got a great package, so... Um, and your comedy's good too. Thank and, you. Uh, hey, 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 we'll be right back. What he did was a switcheroo, <laughs> right, mom? Officer, right, mom. <laughs> Everyone's had one of those. Oh God, I remember my I, first one of those. Oh. You want to hear it real quick? Yes, I do. Fire so away. it was a year one, and the first time I ever headlined, and I go. By the was, way, he was also doing it during year five. That was still one of his best jokes. <laughs> That's fine. Probably. That's fine. My point is. <laughs> Uh, and uh, yeah, that was pre Folgers, and so uh, <laughs> and those so, that know your act know exactly what you're talking. Dude, about. people still come up to me and be it's like, "Why don't bit. you doing that anymore?" Because you know what? It was like to be known for one bit, and like mm. five years in, I felt pretty pumped about. But yeah, then, cool. until Kathleen Madigan fucking pissed all over my face uh, with Wait, her dick se- sexually. Yeah, look, Kathleen Madigan, I know you're a great comic, but um, man, I don't think I've said this on a podcast, so let's let this be the this one. This is gonna be big. She um. She, it was, uh, last comic say it was her, Alonzo Bowden, and Ant were the judges. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was like five years in. And uh, look, Folgers was a, was a, it was a universal killer. It sure. never not worked, yeah. okay? I, th- I can remember about 40 different times I've seen that joke work. <laughs> yep. And so, and actually, you know, I remember doing it once at the uh, OR open mic and uh, the host just fucking like reaming me afterwards. But whatever. Oh, no, it was David Tell. He popped in and went up after me and goes, sorry, no Folgers jokes are coming your way, but <laughs> buckle up for some dick and pussy shit. The Tell always does that. Yeah. yeah. But I was like That's honored. I was like, I don't even do yeah, it. The yeah, fact that he exactly. mentioned, yeah. you know, I was just like, say my name at the end of that. <laughs> uh, so I go up there and I do my Folgers joke. And I'm the last comic of the day. So they've seen hundreds of people, mm-hmm. and now it's me. So I'm thinking like, hey, just let me do my set and get out. I don't know if you need shots of somebody bombing or getting harassed. Hopefully you don't. Well, they did, apparently. Or maybe she was just whatever. So I go in there, I start doing it, and I go, man, and I, you know, there's usually it's tied into something, so I just brought it up kind of with no transition, and I start going, uh, you know, uh, I go, man, folders, they should really update that slogan, you know, the best, and I start singing it, and before, and then, you know, the punchline was, you know, the, the slogan is the best part of waking up, it's folders in your cup, you know, is it, you know, uh, I yeah. think to me it should be the best part of waking up is not dying in your sleep, sing it, and before I can get to that, she goes, oh, let me stop you, stop, stop, whoa, 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 and I'm like, uh, what? And the cameras are on the but lights. There's, but there's so no I'm, punchline like, I'm like, this isn't part of the audition. She goes, a Folgers joke? Really? What is it, 1989? And, you know, now I would have been like, had some sort of clever quip to throw back. But I was like, 
uh, no, it's t- 2008. Wait, what? Like, what's what? Kathleen Matt? What? And then, and then, and then, all that's the not the year Kathleen Matt. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I was about to get to the the punchline. I mean, just so shell shocked. Oh like, what do you God. say to that? Is this clip anywhere? No, man, because they didn't air it. Oh, oh God, God, I wish I could see this. If they aired it, I mean, yeah, who knows if I'd still be doing stand-up. Oh, it's so good. So then Alonzo Bowden's like, hey, let him get out another joke. Like, he's got, you, know, you got some other stuff, man? And Ant's just like, what do you got? And uh, and Alonzo's like, yeah, you got any other stuff? So I, I'm like, um, yeah, so, uh, and then I'm just scrambling, and I'm like, so sure. I got these gay neighbors. What? Five years old? <laughs> they're carpet cleaners. <laughs> That's ironic, because they're gay. And you're like, Fuck, you're like yeah. I'll win back Kathleen Madigan a lesbian by going to my gay material. This will be perfect. <laughs> this will get her. Dude, it was, it was so crushing. Do you, I wow, mean, I literally walked out brutal, of that. Yeah. I walked out of that being like, I'm done. Like, yeah. that was, you when know. Was five years ago? No, that was, I was probably... Three to four years in, wow. so not in enough to be right. like because when you completely uh, crushed, but in it, well, in it enough where it was, yeah, where I'd rough. had I'd had some good gigs. I think I was just starting to go around with Bobby, so enough of where you're like, oh, cool, I think I'm supposed to be doing this. Yeah, I can do this, and yeah. then just a slam, and you're like, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing this. And and just people know, courtesy of when you're, Madigan. yeah, and when you're three <laughs> or four years in, like now. I'm sh- you have different bits from out your entire career that you could have subbed in real quick or if like if that joke doesn't work, okay, we'll try this joke. Like when you're three or four years in, you have your act. Yes. That yeah, five minutes was supposed to last me another year or two. Dude, it's yeah. like when you open for a guy when you're like three years in, he goes, you know, the headliner goes, Hey, after the feature, go up there and do a few extra minutes. You're like, Well, I don't have that. <laughs> I had to do Remember I had that? to fucking yeah. do I, I Darren Carter did that shit to me. Mm-hmm. Growing like I had to open for him one time with a feature and I've talked to Darren about this, so it's not like talking out <laughs> of school because you know, like I opened for Darren a bunch coming up. He always come to the Bay Area and this feature was murdering one week. Yeah. And Darren went always tell me to go up and do like by the end he was like do you like yeah do like five i'm like dude i can only talk about being jewish for like <laughs> like i have nothing like i have like nothing else to talk about and i was already bombing up front i can't follow this guy it's like i talked to darren i'm like do you remember doing that he's like no i don't think i, I was yeah. like, you do exactly yeah, what you're yeah, doing well, motherfucker because you well, i've done that to features now yeah and <laughs> basically what and basically what you're telling that host to do is hey can you go uh Bomb, yeah, yeah, for like three yeah, yeah. to five yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. To like and again, love there, not talking bit. shit. It's an old headliner technique. We've all done it. Yeah, you're like, I don't really want to have to work that hard. So yeah. why don't you just reset that bar? Right. Jim Bye. Gaffigan had me do that once on a comedy show that I was hosting, which was yeah. Greg Gerardo, Jim Gaffigan, Daniel Tosh, Dan Cook. It was stacked, Sweet right? Jesus. And uh, somebody uh, popped in. Who? Oh. Oh, dude. It Kathleen was Madigan. Hilarious. <laughs> no, it was Skylar Stone. Oh, and yeah. he did some uh, some experimental stuff. Nice. And it was a little weird. <laughs> okay. And I think at one point he was pouring water on the stage. Sure. Getting a little, getting a little cuckoo. Um, I was laughing. Uh, some other people were laughing. Not everybody was. It was mm-hmm. just one of those nights. So Jim uh, looks at me. I'm about to bring it up. He goes, hey, do you mind doing some time and bringing the energy back up? And again... <laughs> I'm like, huh? hot pocket, whatever. Yeah, and, it's uh, like, can I do your, j- your love jokes? Because yeah. by the way, work. oh, that'd be great. I'm yeah. out. No I, problem, Jim. I'm gonna do a hot pocket. Bit, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. I'm out of material. Yeah, like I'd done my ten up front, and I had a couple other things in the tank. But that, but I was so. You also put a show like Comedy Juice up on a pedestal where sure. you're like, even my C material isn't juice worthy. Right. Uh, at that point, so yeah. I get up there and I try to do a couple things, and they both don't go well. And I'm just like, dude, do you try to dig up a third one, or do you just get off on the kind of laugh? And I get right. up on the kind. I laugh and I bring him up and I shake his hand. He goes, "Well, you tried." <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> as he's shaking oh, my hand. What a dick. Guess, by the way, while you tried, I still laughed and did like a, all right, and patted his shoulder to make it seem like these guys are buddies. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. How about this story with Jim Gaffigan in the same situation? I, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I wait. I don't have a Gaffigan story. I don't fit in. All right. Dude, goof, Fuck, I'll, I'll, get, I'll go for about five minutes here and try to just jot down some notes and then come in with it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we won't even, we get, we'll just edit out that part. Okay, good. Uh, Without a Gaffigan. The yeah. Brad Williams story. <laughs> <laughs> a man without a gaff. That'd be such a great sketch if like that happened and all of a sudden it goes to black and white. It's like, I didn't have a gaff. I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Then it just cuts to Brad just doing rails of yeah. coke in the bathroom. Like, Whoa, that escalated fast. <laughs> it was 2016. Jim Gaffigan was still very popular. Brad Williams was just uninformed of what he was up to. It's like one of those gridiron sports yeah. documentaries. It was 1945, Cleveland, Ohio. The sun was out, and the game had started. Cuts to like a guy doing a goal line stand. Get over the middle. Got it on the Gaffigan. Yeah. So what'd you do with So them? before I... Uh, before I shot my Comedy Central half hour specials, like 2010, I went to New York, you know, a day before to do, I had like three sets lined up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of them was at uh, Broadway, one of them was at Gotham, and one of them was at like Caroline, something like that. So I go to Gotham and Jake Johansson's headlining, and uh, Ian Aragotti, his agent at the time, was hanging back there, and I'm talking with him, and then, then Gaffin goes up, and it gets really weird, and yeah. he starts getting heckled, mm-hmm. and uh, a fight breaks out. Like Gaffigan charges off the stage and gets in a fist fight with a guy. Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. This is you can look this up. This is absolutely this has been documented other places. Still a dude. Even Still a dude. You know and I'm his saying. wife came up and and said something to the guy, and then the guy said something. And all of a sudden, you just see Gaffigan go, "Stand up, coward!" And then you just hear the guy go, "Fuck you!" And he just charges off stage, and a fucking fight breaks out. And I'm talking a fight. Like Gaffigan's fighting like three dudes. Like you, you're like the, the fucking pizza guy. The guy he's talking about cake. <laughs> Like you look at him, you're like, oh no, he's just a big fucking Midwestern. Like he's a yeah. big guy. He's so a this shit goes on and on, yeah. and seventy people go out. And I mean, it's a fucking melee. And then uh, you know, already the show was running a little late, so I was like, well, they're certainly not going to have me go out. This is like thirty minutes later. The show gets going, and Ian looks at me, and goes, "Hey, uh, Jake, still like you to go up there and do uh, do your set?" I'm like, what? <laughs> After what? No. So I have to go up there. I'm like, yeah, of course he, of course he wants. He doesn't want to go out after that. So I get on stage. I thought I did as good as I could possibly do. The next day, Time Out New York writes an article that says about it online. They talk mm-hmm. about this Jim Jaffkin fight. And they go, after that, L.A. comedian Mo Mandel took the stage and attempted to win the crowd back with a joke about a man fucking a dog and a lion. <laughs> <laughs> Which was like a shitty bit I had been doing for like a week. And they just encapsulate my whole act into oh, this hack God. fucking You're joke. You're the lion fu- fu- dog fuck Oh, guy. God. I couldn't By fucking way, believe it. Yeah. But see, when I, when I hear that story, all I want to know is, What's the joke about yeah, the yeah. fucking lion? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to hear it? Kind of, yeah. Right. Is it Wizard of Oz esque? No, it was. Uh, Toto it was a, finally gets. I think revenge. I was talking about. Like, yeah, <laughs> I wish that'd be a way more interesting concept. I'll show you courage. Yeah, yeah. It was no. It was. Uh, isn't that what Wicked's about? By the way, <laughs> courage. No, the cowardly lion. Toto fucking Toto. fucking. <laughs> Have you ever that seen was a Broadway the, musical? That was the original yeah. Wicked. Dude, you should well review done. Broadway musicals, oh, okay. but never have seen them. And you should. Now <laughs> <laughs> that- we're talking with the color purple. Uh, I'm not a big Prince fan, and I didn't love the. <laughs> Isn't that about Grimace's jizz? The McDonald's, you know, the McDonald's mascot. Well, right, it's we'll so be right confusing back. if Grimace had purple jizz because he, if he got it himself, yeah. you would never know. You would never know. Oh, West, oh, West Side Story, but it takes place in New York. Yeah. How, how does that happen? There might yeah. be a child. I, 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 I anyway, like a lot travelers. of Mexicans in the movie. <laughs> yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, True TV, you listening? There Hamilton. You there you go. <laughs> Just a long monologue about a guy on 20. I got to say, Hamilton, has any of you guys seen it? No, I, I want I, to. I'm not. I will when it comes to Okay, I'm sure it's amazing. Everyone tells me it's amazing. Yeah. But if you hear the concept, it sounds like something that went to your junior high school like to educate. It's like, yeah, it's guys rapping about American history. You're like, well, that sounds like the worst thing I've ever heard oh, in my entire does. life. But they're God, good rappers, Oh, I'm though, sure right? everyone's like, it's engaging from the second. Obviously, yeah. like, I don't have to defend it. It made a billion dollars. But could anything <laughs> sound lamer than that? No. Well, when you say it like that, no. <laughs> so it's the founding fathers, but they're rapping. But they hip-hopped it up, and it's really fucking fun. <laughs> what? So what is the first line of the I'm Thomas Jefferson, I'm here to say. And do <laughs> not smoke cigarettes, because they're going to give you bad. Respect your teachers. George Washington was cool, but don't take my word for it, for shizzle. What? <laughs> You're right. Oh my god! You're right. On the rapping president sounds sounds terrible. Yeah. (laughs) But 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 just think: in 200 years, someone's gonna make a musical called Trump. Right. Oh. But that's what I always I hate. I'm like, this motherfucker's gonna be taught to our kids. Like even if he has it, even if he has like a presidency that goes nowhere, like our kids will have to memorize his name at some point. Yeah. Annoying to me. Will they? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's I was, even if he's out in a year. Dude, you know who fucking Andrew Garfield is or some random ass... The actor from Spider-Man? Isn't there a president named Andrew Garfield? <laughs> there is. I mean, that, by the way, a, case in point a, of how yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a president. There's a Garfield. I don't know if his first name is Andrew, Andrew Garfield is a kid from Social oh, yeah, the Network. Oh, kid's got cool Spider-Man. hair. Yeah, so you're going to have to know his name because he's got great hair. <laughs> now, do you think they will say, look, this was the president, but this was the first lady? Like, how will they transition into James that? Garfield. James Garfield. Okay, I was close. Andrew Garfield is the actor. Is the actor. <laughs> and wasn't there, wasn't there a famous cat? <laughs> no, no, no so, cat. You're way off on that. So, Adam, you were you you were right on that one. Thank you. Well done, sir. Circle gets the square. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you uh, do you think that this is good for comedy? I, I'm very curious that when people, I've actually gotten emails from people who uh, just reach out to confide and be like, "This sucks, right?" Like they just need somebody to go. Yeah. To look at them and nod and be like, yeah, what a fucking shitty, you know, like when you're outside and you see a car accident and you look at it and you catch eyes with a stranger and you guys look at each other and go, fuck, wow, right? Yeah. Like people are just doing that. And then they're saying to me, which I almost feel like they want me to almost console them and say like, yeah, this is great for comedy. Like we're going to make a difference somehow. Like I feel I'm having to respond to this, but I'm always like, I don't. I don't personally care about it for comedy purposes. No. And I no, think no, no. anybody who, look, there is still a job like there's the show's. The Daily Show will probably be all this now for the next. I mean, right? I mean, their ratings have been way up since the uh, election. Samantha B. I mean, yeah. it's just you know. But uh, I, I the problem with it being for comedy is it's not like a new like George W. Bush was great for comedy because it was like no one knew who he was and he was president and he was dumb as fuck. Yeah. We've been making people been making Trump jokes for like twenty five years. Yeah. So I feel like it's already old. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's like it's, it's not, like, not it's not it's not, it's not funny. No. It's scary. Yeah. No. yeah it's and not we, dumb. He's like Bush. He's like, you were like he comes from a line of presidents. And yeah. He, Political. He was in politics, and, and he, at least when he was like saying something I didn't agree with, like he was anti-gay marriage, he would kind of come from like it's in the Bible and it's yeah. an old school. Trump's is like, I was going to say some fucking horrible shit about people, and you're yeah. like, yeah. Bush Jesus had somewhat Christ. of a n- not calming presence, but like a the guy you, know, you wanted to have a beer a with. Cadence, he seemed very a, American. There was uh, like, it was like if I'm like watching an old Western. And by the way, the fact that we're even going back now and being like, Bush wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, I right. know how bad yeah, it is. No, that's a good point because it's so true. Yeah. And like, I like, remember you were like, it can't get Bush. worse than that. Oh yeah. God. Well, and, and the thing is that when people say like, oh, you must be excited about Trump because it's good for comedy. I'm just like, well, there were Obama jokes. Yeah. 
like there were Clinton jokes and things were going really well. It, like it, it, it doesn't. There's going to be, be jokes. There would have been Hillary jokes. Yeah, you can always make fun of the president. Uh, I think SNL did a great job during the debates of kind of getting both sides. They got Hillary on the fact that she was trying to appeal to anyone and everyone yeah. all the time, and that's and fine. I would have loved so if that calculated. was what they continued to do because yeah. it's funny and harmless. Sure. And guess what? Eventually, she probably just would have. I don't know, like gone into the inner cities and fucking played some dice and been like, look, I'm cool. And then you're like, but now you just, you overcompensate. Right. Too far. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, it's just weird for me. What I always find so suspect about anyone in politics is they, they're so, both those people, Trump and Hillary, are so clearly so fucking ambitious. And there's no way that level of ambition comes from an altruistic place. It just doesn't. Like, that's just not how people operate. It's like they're fucking clearly need to be president for some deep thing inside her. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't understand it, and I don't think it's healthy. I don't think you can want that oh, and be healthy. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I don't, anyone I know who's that ambitious is, is generally there's, not healthy. Uh, there's, uh, I, I forget who said it, but someone said that the unfortunate thing about uh, being president is that the ego necessary to become president is not good for the president yeah, to, to want to do that yeah like because if if you said right now brad you get the keys to the kingdom you can be president tomorrow i'll be like no that yeah. no i don't know wait how much time how much time would i have to watch say by the bell reruns right 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 <laughs> not that often i really feel i'm sure this has been said before, but i really feel bad for Mila, whatever it is melania trump because i'm sure oh, she's God. like melania uh, melania is like i don't this i don't want to do this i don't want to pick like a fucking charity that I gotta be involved in now I forget what comic said it Uh, one of the comics that actually opened up for me last week said it where he's like she's pissed because it's like I was a gold digger yeah the whole thing of a gold digger was to get hooked up with an old rich guy with money and then you do nothing yeah, and now you're the first lady of the United States (laughs) I know like no gold diggers plan ever went more awry than Melania Trump's. But, like, I can't... Yeah, no, totally. I mean, it's, like, it's definitely not... And now it's, like, she's, like, what? I wanted to, What if I want to get, like, fake tits next year? Or yeah. Right? Like, I now I can't be judged by all this shit. Sorry. You know? I can't just go shopping anymore because yeah. I got 20 Secret Service agents with me. Yeah, what if I... You know what would be great, though, is if she's just, like... If she just divorces him. Oh, That'd be mid-presidency? Great. You know, like, yeah, like, if she's... Why would she do that? Well, if she didn't want this shit, and now she just takes a lot of his money and just like fuck it, I didn't. I have no idea. Why. I don't think they really want. To, I mean, the fact that he doesn't want to live in the White House, you know that. You know, they no, said I that? Know, I know he that. doesn't want. To, he wants to kick it at Trump Tower and like go to the White House on weekends and shit. That's fucking. That was like an old Patrice O'Neill bit. Was it? Where he was like, "Why does every president have to live in that same house? Like, why can't Obama be like, I'm gonna kick it at my condo in Chicago?" <laughs> well, guess but, what? Trump must have loved that bit because clearly was- Trump was a Patrice fan. <laughs> I think we you saw that coming a long time no, ago. Never. I mean, I don't know, dude. The only thing that like, I what I rest assured with Trump was like, I don't think this dude believes in fucking anything. Like, and, and that actually makes no. me more comforting than a guy like Pence. More like, comforting, but also more terrifying because now he's reaching out for all these guys and like Pence and, and Paul Ryan and, and Newt fucking Gingrich. The, you can't have that name and be in politics. You're either fucking, <laughs> you're like a professional bird feeder or you're like, a, just, you're a guy who makes Newt. dildos in the middle of, you know, Des Moines. Sounds like, sounds but like you an, sell them to like yeah. old guys and like friends. Newt Gingrich to me always seemed like he was like one step early on in his life away from being like a televangelist. Yeah. And then you're like, how did you end up? Oh, you're on TV still yes. talking about conservatorship, but it could have been like in a mega church, but then you ended up in <laughs> CNN or something like These that. These guys are all peppering in and flying in with their little like, hey man, we got you, buddy. You don't know what's going on? Dude. Just stick with us. We got you. Shock the gays, dude. Come on. Yeah. Not with like, you know, weird porn. But like shock them literally and ungay them. And then uh, look, it's 
Er- Nobody knows what's going to happen. Everyone knows the way you cure gayness is just with pictures of Kate Upton. Everyone knows that. <laughs> that it's it's science. It's Brad Williams. Science, Brad Williams 2020. <laughs> you know what? You say crazy, but as we've just seen... What's so great is like there used to be a time where if you said that and then you did want to run for president, you'd be like, well, fuck, I, I said that thing. That's going to come back. Now it's like, does anything anyone says ever yeah. matter? No. no. Like, I kind of like that. I kind of like the fact that like Daniel Tosh could now become president. And so yeah. I'm like, what about that joke? With that? Remember that thing? They'd be like, no, it's not as bad as that other dude said. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like it doesn't matter what anybody says. Well, what do you think when you see things like people saying like The Rock is going to run for president? Like he's totally can win. 100%. I think Oprah would have dominated if she'd have run this year. Why didn't Oprah? Some of these people had to have... Because they don't want to do it. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of work, fucking, man. I mean, goddamn, is it a lot of work. You see them, they're like, he was in uh, Ohio today, he was in this and that. It's like, yeah, the rock, yeah, the rock is like, wait a minute. So I just made uh, $150 million last year. Yeah, I could just do nothing or like just make movies and go to fun parties, or I could be the president of... Of, of, of the United States, I'll just be a celebrity. No, why would you even want to do it? Like, I, I'm in show business, and I wouldn't even want to be famous, like Tom Cruise. Like, not that that's really on the horizon right now, but like even <laughs> even that even ne- <laughs> negative reinforcement yeah. on CISO yeah, is yeah. really good. I know. I mean, it can really go viral. <laughs> you never know. But it's like even that level of ambition. I'm like that. I wouldn't even want my career to affect my life to that degree. You want to be rich, know. not famous. Yeah, I don't want to be famous to that where it's like I can't go out anywhere. And if you're yeah. president, it's like you literally can't go anywhere without fucking security ready. It sounds horrible. Yeah. You know, what if you want to grab some pussy? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> uh, our I, president said that. I know. Our what? I if can't. there was a YouTube video of me saying that going around, and I'm like, yeah, I just went on this Match.com day before I went over here, and she's like, oh, I watch some of your videos on YouTube. I'm like, fuck, what yeah. did I say? Like, mm-hmm. how horrible of a person I am. And I don't even have a clip as bad as something that our president well, has said. So, uh, I, I, That's I, a great point. I heard a radio show guy, uh, a radio show talk show, say this. They said... In that in that in that video, the the one making the comments is president of the United States. The one just kind of smiling and going along with it got fired I from know. his job. It's amazing. The other one was elected president. It's incredible. I love the fact that just the injustice of this world. I love that Trump got you know <laughs> the president of NBC who like you know Trump was mm-hmm. say he was going to sue and all this shit after he dropped him from the apprentice and all that right. That guy's the president of NBC. Trump is now the president of fucking America. Like, yeah. all these people must be like, what the oh, fuck? Shit. How did that happen? Yeah. You know? Like, and anyone who's ever wronged him ever is like, wait, so, yeah. the, so, so the guy that I that said he was going to kill me and I kind of laughed about it now has the finger on the button? Yeah, no, it's it's not good. Well, one but thing that you... The good news you, is we're all going to be you, dead in probably six years. <laughs> <laughs> the good news... Well, guess what? In Trump America, you still can listen to negative reinforcement and watch, more importantly, on CISO. Mm-hmm. Um, and even more importantly, buy a T-shirt on my website, Mobile.com, yeah. and then wear it while you watch. And and then uh, That is the ultimate way to enjoy it. It really is. No pants. <laughs> <laughs> Not in Trump's America. No. No, sir. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, November 3rd. Uh, well, it's, it's already past that, so it's yeah. out. Uh, yeah. All your tour dates on MoMandel.com? Yeah, MoMandel.com, at MoMandel on Twitter, the real MoMandel on Facebook. Are you no, tweeting? Wait, no, I'm sorry, Instagram. Whatever. Are you tweeting a lot? I'm doing some tweeting. I'm doing some tweeting, Adam. Wait, and I want to go tell him get too personal, but I'm doing some tweeting, yeah. I want to hear what happened on this uh, match date later, so I will follow you on Twitter. Okay, good. You won't yeah. post about your love life, do you? No, no, no. Thank you for assuming uh, I just fell in love. 
have matched it. Hey, man, I now guess this, I'm, I guess this I'm, girl will listen to I guess this I'm projecting like, my own single tendencies you. Are, on you. you are really You met someone optimist. looked her in the eye and fell in love, right? Dude, I'm That's like, how it works. But this is the problem. I'm so, I'm so desperate to like fall, be in love and like to get married and all that now that I'm like, I'm doing that game with myself where I see someone's profile and like, I read them like, Dude, this is gonna be this is gonna be the one. This is gonna be the, you have like one good coffee, you're like yeah, that's it. And then you're like, <laughs> like I was literally convincing myself, you have to. like falling in love with some girl recently, and then like I started I'm like, let me just look at that night we spent together from like an outsider's perspective. I'm like, yeah, probably my future wife's not gonna be doing coke in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, not with that attitude, but maybe she is. <laughs> good night, everybody. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Thanks, Mo. Show. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.